this morning, I get back from my walk. She's on the couch. She's let the dog out. She's fed the dog. She's playing Roblox on an iPad while Hamilton is on in the background. Yeah. <laughs> and she's playing, she's like dropped in a forgotten spot. And like, like, yeah. and like looks at me like, why are you interrupting me time? Welcome to another episode of the ITCs for All podcast. I'm Billy Watts. I'm Biz Summers. I'm Katie Fielding. And I'm Daniel Nemro. Uh, today's show, we're going to talk about a couple things. We're going to talk about snow days because we're uh, we're in a good streak of them right now. Uh, we're going to talk about self-care, which kind of, I feel like, rolls the snow days thing into a nice little package. But first, per usual, we are going to talk about what today is and this show is going to come out on Friday, but we're in like a good streak of days here. So we might, we might touch on a couple of these. Um, today, Friday is national bake cookies day, which since most of our work is about food anyway, you guys, uh, uh, we know from previous conversations, Billy is a baker. Katie, are you a baker? Not consistently. Yeah. Biz? I've gone through phases of baking. <laughs> baking phases? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. We're going to come back to that. <laughs> Biz, do you bake? I do. I bake more than I cook. I, I really like baking. I think I like that there's just a recipe to follow and I can't screw it up. I'm going to move you. Biz over to my side now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can screw it up because you have to measure everything so perfectly. That's why I hate baking. But you just have, you just do it. Like You, you only yeah. screw it up if you decide yeah. to do a bad job. Yeah. And it's I feel sweet. Like I you ba- always win. Also agree. Not every. No. I have. Yeah. No. <laughs> I have. I'm now. I'm moving biz over there. Uh, I have baked things before. Followed the directions exactly, and it comes out. And it's like that's not what the picture looks like at all. Well, you're doing it wrong. I know how to read and measure. Like, what am I doing? There are a lot of variables that can go into baking and Thank make you, it not happen. It's chemistry. Thank you. I knew we were going to get to science. <laughs> <laughs> I am really good at participating in the post-baking. Um, I enjoy eating all of the baking things. Uh, do you guys have any like winter, holiday, this time of year things that you bake or someone bakes for you that you love? My mom makes meringues, which is just like a big, like a little puffy sugar ball. I mean, it yeah. really, it's just a ball of air and sugar and it's, I can't have a winter holiday without it. I love it. Um, well, we always make cookies and decorate them and haystacks. Do you, mm, um, yes. like melted butterscotch and peanut butter and chame noodles, the kind you get them in the Asian aisle. Yeah. Billy. Um, nothing special for this time of year. I, I, I bake cookies and brownies at least once or twice a week. Oh, I'm moving in. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> we have multiple uh, cookie jars <laughs> on the counter. Do you like, have a, a best cookie? Um, no, I mean, I, I have my staples. I mean, I know in previous I've said oatmeal raisin is is a solid, but I am over um, I am overruled in the house on that. So it's much more usually in the chocolate chip or sugar. So two things uh, to on that topic. Uh, my school that I worked at recently did like a teacher kind of like recognition lunch thing. They got it from Potbellies. And those cookies are amazing. And in the lunch was the oatmeal chocolate chip cookie. Thank you. No, I'm Validation. not. Validation. Let me finish. Just because it was in there doesn't mean I liked it. It was the weirdest cookie experience oh. of my entire life. What is wrong with you? 
the texture was telling my brain, get ready for raisins. And then it tasted like <laughs> chocolate. It's like, you know, like if you get ready to go drink something and you think it's like orange juice and then it's milk, it tastes like bizarre. You know what I mean by that? Like, this is not the equivalent of toothpaste and orange juice. <laughs> no, that not the tooth. I'm saying like when your brain is gearing up for one flavor and then you get another, it tastes weird. Mm, I think oh, that's your brain. That- Can I tell you that like cookies are actually part of my realizing that I was an adult? Um, I was, I don't know, I was still in my early mid twenties and I wanted white chocolate macadamia nut cookies because those probably are the best kind of cookie. And I was like, I could just make them. It's a Wednesday afternoon and I could make any kind of cookie I want in my own kitchen. And that is how I knew I was truly grown up. I will eat cookies for breakfast. That's right. (laughs) And I did. (laughs) Uh, Billy, you have multiple cookie jars. Yeah. I, I have cookie jars and brownie jars. Do you guys notice that when Billy says cookie jars, he slips a little bit into Cookie Monster? Not with the voice, but he says cookie. Like, <laughs> I really want to know about a brownie jar. You just don't leave them in the pan? Um, I make them a lot. And it's nice when, you, you know, like you, you wake up in the middle of the night and the dog wants to go out and on your way back, you grab a brownie. Is it a like one of those like... Fudgy or cakey? Ooh, yeah, that's a good question. I'm much more of a fudgy person. Yeah. That's Team fudgy. I can't imagine they stay in a cookie jar, though, well, if they're really fudgy. Um, they're not in there long. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's making them twice a week. Like they're just rolling through them. Yeah. Every Sunday is always cookies and uh, or brownies or both. Man. From scratch, full full scratch. I don't know that I really have time anymore to do full for, from oh, okay. scratch. Okay. I did do the uh, Panera the potbelly ones. I like. I looked up that copycat recipe. Gotcha. My my wife makes a chocolate chip cookie that uh, in the cookie dough mix it's like a tr- like a regular chocolate chip cookie dough mix but in the mix you put a one package of vanilla instant pudding and then you let it set up in the fridge for like two hours to get cold and you bake them like right out of the fridge and they are like just it's the best cookie I've ever had I went through about eleven of them yesterday it was amazing but I don't need bake. that recipe I'll I, I want it I can do that. Um, rolling in, uh, you know, uh, baking, uh, baking and cooking happen oftentimes on snow days. Do you guys have any like snow day rituals, things that you do? I know, I know, I think the hard part right now for teachers is uh, defining what's the difference between working for like work sake and then like PD or working for like bettering yourself sake. You know what I mean? Like, I know that I'm going to do work today, but it's not anything anyone's making me do. Biz, do you have like, how do you draw that line for yourself of like, it's a snow day, I deserve a snow day, but also I could get some stuff done that maybe I don't usually have time for. So that was the magic of this break break for me because we had a snow day yesterday. I didn't touch my computer. I, I watched movies and wrapped presents and sat on the couch and it was all like, decadent, luxurious self care day. And today is all about, um, taking care of the things that I've put off in the past couple of weeks while I've been busy. Uh, and I think it counts as self-care because I know that I can go back into the next day of work that we have feeling like, okay, I'm not still as behind as I was. Right. Like future biz is going to link back and be like, yes. thank you. Right. <laughs> right. Katie, yes. do you, where, where do you draw that line? I know that, I know that you are like a self PD machine. So like, <laughs> how do you, how do you not do, can you put your, like, can you not log into And I'm, terrible about logging into things but like can you take a day and do nothing yeah i just have to watch foreign language tv shows or movies 
Um, that way I'm actually watching this show and not like diverting uh, my attention. Um, yeah, that is one way actually I unplug and I'm really kicking, um, Netflix because the, uh, the show it's, I think it's Norwegian comes out tomorrow. It's called home for Christmas. And I was like, Oh, why couldn't I have that on my snow days? But maybe right, you will <laughs> tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Well, that, yeah, that'll if be... you are, if you watch like watching shows, I, I definitely recommend checking out Home for Christmas on Netflix. I, I also would say that I would take Katie's recommendations for those that don't know. Katie's doing like an everyday uh, Christmas movie, like mm-hmm. running evaluation. Uh, like I have watched things. I watched Jingle Jangle because Katie liked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that. I, I those guilty pleasure like Lifetime Hallmark movies are definitely stupid. So this year, I just thought I'd review them on my my Facebook page, which I use mostly for, for personal. It's not a public professional Facebook situation, but yeah, I just thought it'd be entertaining. So when we have back-to-back days like this, will then today be a little bit different for you? Will you try, will you kind of like do what Biz was describing where like yesterday was kind of like chill and relax, but today is kind of like chill and relax kind of work. That's it. It was the opposite for me yesterday. Uh, I did the work. And so today is my chill day. It's like you earned it. Yeah. Wow, Biz, evidently you didn't. Jeez, I'm, I'm I feel like I earned it every day up I'm, till yesterday. I'm, I'm moving I'm moving Billy away from Biz now because he's getting up on it. <laughs> um Billy, uh you work uh eight days a week. Uh <laughs> is so yeah. what is a snow day like for you? Like have you done anything to <laughs> that's yes, not work? hundred uh, percent. Uh I feel that snow days, you know when uh it's daylight savings time and you get an extra hour of sleep. And you feel like that's what I feel a snow day is. It's like I get an extra day. There's no expectations. And then it's like time froze still. And I get to do all the things to catch up. Like I always say, people say, do you need any help, Billy? And I'm like, yeah, could you stop time? And I feel like snow day stops time. <laughs> that, I, I, that's a freak answer. <laughs> <laughs> but also. No, I don't want you to do anything except give me more time to do what I do. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Could we go to school six days a week? Because then I'd have an extra day to do work. No, I want to go five days a week, but I want to work the sixth day. But everything else is the same. But I, I, in my, in my, in my age, in my younger years, I would just work nonstop until I fall asleep. Now I realize that I, I probably, I think maybe when my kids, and I probably did this afterwards when I should have done it better when they were younger, but when they kind of got to the middle school age, I realized that that dad-daughter relationship had changed. And so I made the decision to say that when the kids are home, I don't work. And when my wife's home, I don't work. And so I did that probably since they were in middle school. Until the pandemic. The pandemic has thrown everything off because we're <laughs> always home and I would get nothing done. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I I'm so I'm a big fan of cooking on snow days, and that's something like that my family does together, like both my family and then like my parents' family being in the like everyone in the kitchen at the same time with background noise of TV or music or whatever is like that's what snow days are, have sort of become to me. But I, I think I, I kind of agree. Um, I'm on I'm on team biz with this one, where like uh, I I want to get a bunch of stuff done yesterday so that today I can just so that few I'm sorry. Yesterday, I wanted to get nothing done. Today, I want to get stuff done so that tomorrow, me, if we have school then, is, is uh, like I'm not feeling like that I'm going to, going to work with like a million things stacked on me. I feel like it's a way to kind of like dig yourself out of an email hole or a grading papers hole or, or wherever you are. 
Do you ever um, feel guilty if you don't do anything on a snow day? Like I would, I would feel that guilt that like we would have two snow days and I had all these dreams of things I wanted to get done and then school would come back and I would have not done any of those things. I think in a normal year, yes. In this pandemic year, I feel like if I can have a day where I don't open email or Teams or Gmail or any of the things, I don't feel any guilt at all. I, I know, especially the four of us, but probably almost everybody we know that's in education. I know how much extra I've done and that they are doing. And if somebody takes a day and is like, I'm doing nothing, then good for them. Kids too, though. Sure. Like, I, I feel like our kids also are working harder than ever before, um, you know, maybe in their own way and not in the time that we always want them to do it. But this has been really hard on them. And I, I, I hope that they are not feeling pressured to do a lot of work <laughs> over the snow days. I, and I think the next couple of weeks when we do have break are going to feel like snow days because unlike other breaks, there's not the, the parties and the outings and, you know, the getting, you know, ready for 20 people to come over. I think, you know, every day is going to feel a little bit like a snow day um, because it's like, oh, I could spend this time working or I can just do a, a shorter list of options. <laughs> yeah, it's like what Billy was just talking about. We're like the pandemic changed everything. Right. So like, no, you know, we don't go to school or go to work now. So even though we're on winter break, like my, my computer's still going to be on the same desk. I'm going to walk past it, you know, 40 times a day. I'm probably going to sit down and do something. I, I wonder a little bit, you know, we talk about self-care a lot. It's like a, I think it's been a buzzword for a few years lately, but right now, I think specifically with the pandemic of finding that balance of how to take care of yourself or how to encourage the people that you talk to to take care of themselves while still wanting to do a good job and still be an effective student or teacher or ITC or whatever. Do you guys have strategies like either with your staff or with you personally of like self-care kind of, I don't want to say ideologies, but like kind of like self-care, like ideas that you like you share biz. Is there something like that you do or that you share with people or you've seen that you think is a good self-care strategy? I think scheduling it when you can is important. Like you can't always just be waiting for a snow day. Um, although sometimes that's kind of what we're driven to. Uh, for me, a, a big thing is uh, managing my schedule along with my husband's schedule. So uh, if he's doing something specific, I'm like, okay, you go do your thing. And this is my time to, to relax and rest. Billy, uh, self-care strategies or things that you share with people or things that you've seen that work really well? So I was just thinking of, some things that, that I've done just with uh, my wife is that, you know, when we're out on a, when, this was definitely pre-pandemic when you, we used to always do like Friday night dinners and all that kind of stuff. Like I would work until say eight, nine, 10 o'clock at night and I'm closing down the school with the custodians, but we would go out to 11 at 11 PM dinner. But it was still the same concept that when we were together, it's not work talk. Like we don't talk about work. And then it makes me really think like with my, my daughters want to doing the same thing. Like uh, my daughter wants to drive all the time. You know, she's 16 and she wants to just go drive. And I want to go drive to Skyline Drive, not because she wants to see the mountains, just because she wants to drive on the hills and the curves and all that kind of stuff. But it's that same time of saying, if we're out doing something together, we're not going to talk about the things that stress us out. I don't know if I have a good strategy. I wonder if it's more of just an awareness 
Like I, I tried to be very aware of like, all right, I was up till 1 a.m. last night coding because Billy's a terrible person. <laughs> Not true. Um, you love it. I, sorry. Terrible. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Wrong I'll, word. I'll terrible, edit that out. <laughs> terrible, in, terrible influence. Billy's a terrible influence. Um, And so like, I wonder if it's almost just like, I, all right, I know I did that yesterday. So today I'm not going to do that or so I, it's an awareness of where I'm focusing my time or it's an awareness of like, if my, my dude, my kids will call me out. Like they're the like self, like self-care, like checkpoint is like, daddy, why are you on your laptop again? You were just on your MacBook or on your iMac. And I'm like, Oh God, I need to walk away. And I wonder if like that awareness of ourselves then maybe feeds into our students. Like I, I want teachers to be as passionate about self-care for them as they are about for their kids, not their kids, sorry, their students. I, I, I just think that's like a pay it forward thing we have to do a better job at. Is that maybe, Katie, where you were stuck of the, not a strategy, but like an awareness of it? Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> um, huh. I mean, honestly, I can go pretty deep into this if I really wanted to. But for me, self-care has changed a lot in the past year. So having CF and starting this wonderful medicine, my self-care used to look very different a year ago for myself. I mean, it involved like four hours of respiratory treatments a, a day just to stay alive. And now self-care is learning uh, to uh, like eat right in a different way than I've had to in the past and um, like get my body moving. So for me, self-care is very physical and it always has been opposed to, I think for a lot of people, the mental. Yeah, no, uh, that's that's a really good point. I, 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 it's funny, I think, how self-care has changed even just during the pandemic. I, I think we talked previously on a podcast episode that, like, more people are walking now um, than ever, probably, because it was the only thing we could do, right, to get out of our house when the pandemic first hit. I wonder, I, I've literally wondered as someone who walks um, constantly, I wonder what winter will be like for some of those people that have found this really good outlet of, like, you know what, I'm going to listen to this awesome ITCs for all podcast or, re- or listen to whatever I'm listening to on audible while I go for my walk. And now it's 25 degrees out and icy and snowy and sleety. Um, yeah. I, I worry for people about finding a different outlet to kind of take care of themselves. Yeah. I got a, I got a little exercise bike actually from Walmart. I'm um, just like $90. And so I've been starting to ride it to take place in my walking when it's cold, but also just like I bike through meetings and that's been really helpful. Um, um, I can, I can attest to Katie biking through meetings because during the first time she, I saw her doing, it, I thought she was dancing uh, during the meeting. <laughs> um, do you watch anything like on a screen? Like, a, I, um, my, well, we got a row machine for similar things and you can put like, there are YouTube like videos where it's like a row machine workout where it looks like you're actually like going on an adventure. Like, do you do anything like that? Or no, you I'm not doing the tour de France or anything like that. I'm just, <laughs> um, I am just like watching, uh, you know, romantic or dramatic, uh, television. Biz, when I'm on my yeah. treadmill, I like to listen to podcasts because I just find that more motivating than music. But I do have a TV in front of my treadmill and I put up cute puppy videos just so my eyes have something to be distracted by. That's really adorable. I love that. <laughs> it's adorable. That's all I see I, is Biz on a podcast, on a treadmill, listening to a podcast with cute puppy. Billy, what would your, it wouldn't be cute puppies, would it, Billy? What would it be? I mean, cute puppies are amazing. Cute puppies, mm. cute kittens. There it is. There it is. Um, you, I, I we, was super talk, I'm, Hold on. Hold on. Don't just <laughs> gloss over that. We've talked about, you guys are aware of that, right? Like Billy's 
want to just go to like a, a, a cute kitty factory and just like play with kittens Have all day. Have you been like to this. a cat cafe? Um, I was about to say I was sad that one of the things that uh, we did on our last <laughs> and he's giggling. One of the things we did on our previous anniversary in a non-pandemic time was we went to Crumbs and Whiskers in D.C. and and paid to. <laughs> I can't because Sans keeps talking. We we paid, which seems silly, but you paid to cuddle kittens. I've been to a sheep cafe in Seoul, Korea. What is no. happening? <laughs> There's a sheep cafe? Yeah, it would smell bad. What? It, does it smell bad? No, no. They were outside, actually. Um, okay. They had like... Um, yeah, they had like this little outdoor area with three little sheep. And then, I, you know, they're only there, I think, for a short amount of time. They kind of have to rotate them out because they're just little Your sheep dinner? for so long. But it was it was really adorable. Say that again, Billy. <laughs> I was going to say their dinner. No, you weren't going to say. You did say. I mean, I mean I, I'm, I'm going to lie. I I'm love some make, lamb. So. I, I'm making lamb tonight. Yeah. And Is I'm also like baking brownies. <laughs> You didn't snuggle the lamb first. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like goat yoga? Like, oh, I haven't done that, but I want to so bad. Well, I don't understand. You're telling yeah, the, me if, if there was a puppy cafe that you would not be all in. I have a puppy. I know, but if you could go to Canines and Caffeine, which I'm looking up right now, and drink coffee and cuddle with puppies. <laughs> When, when, where? <laughs> yeah, when, where? I don't, I what think the COVID pandemic, I think this go? is gone, but you know. Yeah, yeah, but is this local? Can we go? <laughs> Can we do a live show? But this one was uh, New York. New York is getting a puppy cafe, canines and caffeine. But I think that's where Crumbs and Whiskers started. And the Crumbs and Whiskers pop-up shop that was for, they have one for cats and for kittens, was in D.C. Do you guys have a... Uh, while we're talking about oddities, do you guys have like a guilty pleasure television show that you watch that I, I think, I think watching shows that are good enough to hold your attention, but not so deep that you have to concentrate are a form of self-care because I can play stupid candy crush on my phone while I'm half paying attention and not get lost in the plot. <laughs> like, is there a guilty pleasure like show that you guys watch biz? What biz? What is your show? Married at first sight. It is amazing. It is about people who, who, go to matchmakers, they meet at the altar, and then you follow their life for eight weeks. It's incredible. What channel is that on? Lifetime. I was gonna say, is that a Lifetime or TLC? Yeah. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds Bravo-ish. If it's on Bravo, I'm in. Uh, I, no, I it's a Real Housewives watcher. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> what's, what's your favorite cast? Uh, we could do a whole bonus episode. Um, Bill, uh, hold on, Katie. We're going to come back. because you. I, have, gonna, I, I don't have one. I don't have one. Boring. It's, I'm sorry. That's not true. I don't. It could be a cartoon. You don't even have something like that. No. I don't have what. Well, yeah, I don't have anything that like when it comes out, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna watch this. I'm just this is my guilty pleasure show. No, I don't have it. I also I don't I, I think uh, going to what Biz said about cookies. I'm a grown man. I can watch whatever I want. It's not a guilty pleasure. Just um, like just like I can just bake a cookies. Pleasure. Just just like I can bake cookies at seven a.m. and eat them for breakfast with some syrup. I can also watch whatever I want. The level of excitement I have for episode uh, for the second reunion episode of the Real Housewives of Potomac, which is uh, on Sunday on 9 p.m. on Bravo, uh, I, I, it, it, that is a guilty pleasure. Like I am so excited. Um, Katie, um, Potomac and Atlanta are my favorites, but Dallas starts soon, and I cannot wait. I'm in New York, New York City. We're, they're 
Yeah, so I've seen some episodes, but they're like, they're nuts. Have you started watching the Salt Lake City one? No, but it's just, it's on my DVR, just okay. waiting, ready. To, have you? I, I've, I've watched a couple and yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it. Oh, God. It's, it, listen, that whole franchise is just, that is for me, guilty, guilty pleasure television. Like, I, you don't even have to pay attention. You can know like, this is nuts. They're going <laughs> to fight and then they're yeah. going to make up. And then oh, it's, it's going to be so great. Fun. Yeah. Um. The, the bigger self-care picture, I think that, that outside of Real Housewives, um, I, I think has a lot to do with kind of how we move forward. Like what will self-care look like when, if and when we start going back to school? Like will how will teachers kind of cope with concurrent learning and all these different things? Is there, if we could give like lasting parting advice outside of baking tips and goat yoga and trashy TV, what, what sort of self-care kind of, I don't know if advice or things to look out for or things you've seen that you, that we should address. And when I say we, I don't mean the four of us, but kind of like the teacher community. Um, Billy, is there like a big picture self-care thing that you think will be a topic that we should talk about with teachers or with students moving forward? I think on and off times. I think just as much, like I've taken the practice of um, I've taken email off my personal phone um, and I, I have, I don't believe in the client version of Outlook. That's a whole nother bonus episode podcast. Um, but on the progressive web app, nerd time, um, I have chosen not to open up the Outlook, uh, progressive web app when Friday happens. That's a good, that's a good one. Uh, Katie, you put on the Facebook page the other day, uh, when the snow day hit of putting your away message up. And, and, and I think that a lot of people like, like right away were like, oh my God, great idea. And I think that resonated with some people of take a second to walk away. Um, you know, the, I the, it, the, yeah, I think, you know, people want to manage other people's expectations and be able to walk away. So putting an auto reply up or c- clearly communicating to your students, like when you're going to be available over break, if at all, um, is really important. That way everyone just knows um, what to expect. Is anything specific like that or I think just knowing what kind of self-care you need is important like Katie talked about how self-care has changed for her in the Mm -hmm. past year I went through a pretty traumatic experience a couple months ago and so immediately after that for me self-care was sugar and booze and sleeping Um, and then I knew after a little bit of time that I needed to progress into self-care that looked like healthy eating and exercising again Um, but like just trying to recognize what you need and saying it's okay like if that's what I need right now to kind of have self-destructive behaviors as long as I can end them after a little while, I think is all right. <laughs> yeah. It's like binging bad TV. You can't, right. You, there's a, there's a lot of real housewives uh, episodes to go through. You can't just stop everything you're doing. I, I think for me, the one that I, that I want us, and I know that you guys agree because we've talked about it um, not on the pod, but the, I really need teachers to, to kind of take the self-care that we are trying to get for ourselves and think of it from a student's perspective, um, having three kids and seeing, and not in a bad way, but seeing how much work they're doing on a regular day, they deserve a snow day too. Like, you know, if this were a regular year, it would be a snow day and nobody would think twice about assigning work or anything like that. But because we can, because your, your office is your classroom is in your houses right there. I feel like there's this temptation of, man, they're not doing anything. I could give them this to do or whatever. I, I really I really hope teachers take the time for themselves, but that when they know that when they're taking the time for themselves, that's that's paying off for their students also. 
and their students' parents or caregivers. Yeah, no because doubt. Because we like more than ever, we've been communicating and they've been involved with their students' education and they need a break too. That's a great point. The pacing guide, we have to just throw it out the window. Like it's, it's, it's a, in 2020, we're not going to cover the same content, but we're learning differently now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different year altogether. All right, guys, that's it for uh, today's episode of the podcast. Thanks for joining us as always. If you want to find any more resources or information or, or what we're putting out there, please go to itcsforall.com. There's the Facebook page, the social media, all the things. Um, and, uh, Share the podcast with your friends. We, uh, it's, it's like my mom and her two friends now. So if you guys could all just add one more person, we, our audience size would double. Uh, but that's it for today's show, everybody. Have a good one.